Hello and welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. I'm Rob Cook and I'm joined by Tom Wolford. Evening all. And we've been playing some AAA releases this week. Proper games, if you some, will. <laughs> yes. So, you know, some real games, you know, for a change. Um, you can find out what we've been doing over at goplaythat.com. And uh, this is our weekly podcast. We've also got plenty of videos going up on our YouTube channel and streams going on every week at YouTube Gaming. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, some Doom, we're going to get into some Uncharted 4, and we're going to round out with some Hitman. So let's start with Doom. Um, I've been playing the campaign exclusively since it was released on Friday, and I'm 13 hours in, and I am... I think I'm on the last level. If we weren't sitting down to record this now, I would be playing and <laughs> seeing what the the end of that game looked like. Uh, how far are you through, Tom? Uh, probably about an hour and a hour into it, because I restarted because I I was feared that I'd missed the shotgun. Okay. Earl dropped that bombshell in the in our Slack group and said that it's very possible that I'd run uh, not the shotgun, sorry, the chainsaw, the chainsaw. So I restarted okay. only to find out that that wasn't the bit that he was talking about. Yeah, well, also, uh, you don't get one shot at picking up those weapons. They will turn up later on as well. I think it's just more of a set piece if you get it in its first appearance. Uh, first appearance. Sure. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I kind of guess they wouldn't leave me without a chainsaw for the entire length of the game. It's pretty fundamental. The chainsaw allows you to recoup ammunition, mm -hmm. uh, whereas normal glory kills, which is just a melee finisher, will give you more health. Um, so this is the this is Doom Four ostensibly, and um, I've played all of them. Although I, I think I spent more time with Doom Three than with the originals, which is in stark contrast to. The majority of the team here, I think Earl is a huge Doom fan, for example, and has played a lot of those classic PC shooters. And you so are this only is young, a... though. Yes, yes, and I'm, I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, uh... Stop being young. <laughs> God. So I am very, very pleasantly surprised with this game. Uh, it does the, it does the sort of straight up shooter perfectly um so i've only played the campaign I, I we played that multiplayer beta a few weeks back uh so i think i'll be spending my next week with the multiplayer before overwatch comes out um but the single player i just think it's amazing the the combat is really exciting you're sort of you're given space in this in these arenas uh for each combat scenario uh and you really need to be moving all the time and backpedaling and strafing and circle strafing enemies and quickly changing between different weapons, bit different uh, picking up power-ups. Um, that's, that's one of the things I noticed even in the first levels because it kind mm. of starts out a little soft right? in terms of enemy variety and, and sort of threat level. 
Sure. Um, yeah. I think sort of where I've got to, um, there hasn't been much that's even troubled me. You know, I've been lucky you... if I've or unlucky to go under sort of 80, 70 percent health. Okay, you're on the medium difficult uh, mm -hmm. difficulty, yeah. Medium difficulty on console as well. We should say that as well. You're playing the PC version, and I'm playing yes. the PS4 yes. version. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm not really getting touched as yet. Mm -hmm. So it does that's, start out. That will change. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of hoping that's the case. But at the same time, I am automatically noticing that, like, switching between weapons, primary and secondary fire on those weapons is also. It's much more sort of pronounced than it would be in in sort of more modern shooters. Yeah, I would liken it in, in terms of modern shooters. I would liken it mostly to Halo in terms of the combat scenarios and being a, sort of a free form gameplay loop mm -hmm. um and you know having to change between different weapons in, in halo you have two different weapons at any time whereas in doom you are switching between your arsenal of of weapons at all moments usually because you are running out of ammo <laughs> <laughs> and the loop is that you you expend the ammo uh if you can get a a glory kill which is basically if if the enemy starts flashing blue you need to run up to them and then they start flashing orange when you're in um proximity and you can you can take them down with a with a melee kill and basically it gives you fancy more animation health. isn't it that just it's a fancy animation yeah it's not too uh invasive i i find and you can switch it off yeah so Earl. Yeah. yes you can although i think it's a really good part of the game um what I like most about the game is that combat, that feeling of frantic uh, shooting and, and having to run about, run up high, uh, duck, uh, you know, dive and duck between shots, uh, projectiles that are coming towards you. Circle strafe. <laughs> yeah, just moving really quickly and, and knowing how to th think quickly on your feet. Uh, couple that with the exploration of the game, there's all these little secret items that uh, reward you for um, looking around. Uh, the map will hint at where they might be, but you've still got to figure out how to get to them. Um, and I thought, you know, I think that's a really they're well designed levels, and they make me it makes me want to explore. Uh, and picking up those secret items gives you uh, basically currency that you can put into uh, upgrading your suit, upgrading your abilities, upgrading your weapons. Um, and you're not on the menus too, for too long at a time, but you're in there quite a lot, just incrementally upgrading your arsenal. Um, I'll upgrade and then there are, these, there are these, uh, there are these uh, challenge arenas, which you can also find. They're sometimes tucked away, but they're more or less in sight. And completing them will give you different runes that you can equip, and you can equip up equip up to three, uh, eventually, and they give you different buffs. And just the level of customization and and picking which weapon you want to upgrade first, and that all feeds into um, upping the ante when it comes back to the gameplay and back to the combat scenarios. I mean, there's a there's a thing for me about the like you said about the secrets. Um, I, I just grabbed my first secret mm -hmm. on the, on the first, on the, shall we say the first level proper? 
because the sure. intro level is actually longer than I thought it was. I, I thought I'd finished the intro and was on the first level, which is why I, I thought I'd missed the chainsaw. Yeah, the, the levels have a hard stop. Yes, uh, which I didn't realise. the next one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm in the first level proper, and um, I found my first secret. But the problem is, for me, is the pace of the game is not conducive for me to the exploration. It's a little bit like Uncharted at the same uh, time, that the breathless pace of, you know, jumping from set piece to set piece mm. sort of pulls me through the story way faster than actually, um, you know, I don't really at that time want to go off and look for a side tunnel and things um, like this. So that's I can see where you're coming from because um, you feel like you want to get to the next combat scenario quickly because... That's how you feel it's supposed to play out. Well, I mean, it's, it's pumping metal, you know, shotgun blasts, uh, waves of enemies running around. Because, the, I mean, even the speed of the character is, is really fast. Yeah. Like, the way you move is quick. You're not a lumbering Gears of War type beast. I mean, you're pretty light on your feet for like an eight foot tall hell marine, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, in that case, it's like, at the moment, the way I'm playing it through is if I see what could be an obvious secret then i'll investigate it but i'm not going to go out of my way to be mm. picking these things up i think maybe you should and maybe that's a failing in communication on the game's part because a lot of the game is looking for secrets right okay. and that is that goes back to the original games where there were secrets uh that you had to sort of platform your way around to find and you'd find yourself better off by doing so because you'd have more abilities and more upgrades. Um, and this is something that you would know if you had played those original games. And I think that's... The game isn't trying to necessarily pull in people that haven't played uh, the original, but I think that's just because it's so ubiquitous. The original game is so well known that... Maybe they're they're just assuming that those core concepts of the game uh, are obvious to people playing this one. I'm not and, sure. Um... Well, in that in, in that regard, I think this is a very faithful um, sequel. Like mm -hmm. it does feel a lot like those original games. It it plays far closer to the originals than Doom Three, I find. Um, whereas where Doom Three was a bit slower, uh, there was a bit more. Um, exploration in terms of having to go in different directions before finding your way forward. Although that that does change with this game. It, it You do have a lot of open areas that you're going to have to try and cover. Um, and that's just to get the core objective. Then add to that the exploration to find secrets. And there's a lot to do in each level. So that that kind of brings me to my next point as well, because you you said that you're on about thirteen hours. Yeah. Um, because of obviously the classic shooter thing that you're gonna have, uh, you know, there's like four more difficulties after normal, or something. Three or four. Three or four. I mean, there's there's two that are locked. So okay, I so there's four e then. Yeah. Easy, no. all right, normal, and then I think there's like one or two more after normal, mm -hmm. and then there's two that are locked from me at the moment. Right. Um, I mean, to drag you back in to 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 play it through again, I kind of think that maybe on like thirteen hours you're getting like a little bit longer, like a little bit too long, to be able to easily want to go back and play it through. 
If I was playing it just to get through it, it would probably be six or something. Uh, and there is an achievement for finishing the game without dying. There's a hardcore mode. So it's definitely encouraging that. But I think maybe maybe there are two valid ways of playing through it. And I wouldn't say that you have to slow down. Um, if, you're, if you're enjoying it, then that's fine. Um, no, sure, sure. But it's interesting that you don't think of the secrets as like a core element of the game. Well, I mean, I again, I haven't got out of the first level. I, it does, it does <laughs> sure. quite explicitly tell you as well that hey, you won't right. be looking for secrets because it will give you points to upgrade your shit. <laughs> um, it doesn't explicitly say that, but you kind like does. once the you first found time a f- you. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, in the first level, because uh, it actually tells you, like, you can find these. I don't think it flashes up. Right. But when you first get your upgrade point, it tells you, um, you know, you want to be looking for secrets. You want to be doing challenges oh, okay. and this okay. kind of thing. So it tells you like the two or three ways that you can get the the upgrades. Mm. Okay. And there are like lots of different kinds and the, the levels are littered with little secrets and little pathways that entice you to explore. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess you'll need to have played a bit more to see how to, that pans you know, out. Yeah, to, just to f- develop your your impressions on the game um i'm i'm i've found it to be an amazing sort of thrill ride i've not felt that it's outstayed its welcome i'm actually happy that it's continued as far as as long as it has um i felt it was going to wrap up uh a few hours ago today and Uh, it's got one of those false endings no not really it just feels like oh okay we're here this must be something climactic and it sure was, but it didn't end. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, though. There's a few games like that that I've had this sort of feeling like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're talking to somebody else, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll finish the game in like half an hour. Right. <laughs> and then you don't. It's another like six hours of game time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that can either be a Good or pleasant, yeah. you know, wel- welcoming or or not. Um, In this case, I'm very happy with it. And uh, having having primarily bought the game off of the back of the multiplayer beta, I'm extra happy that I think I'm going to enjoy the whole package. Yeah, I'm glad as well because uh, I mean, I mean, PC shooters. I mean, you were more of a console shooter in the, back in the day, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've managed to obviously get to grips and play through it all right, you know. Yeah, there was um, in the first level. So around about the the amount of progress that you've made, I was feeling kind of down on my own abilities with the mouse and keyboard. I was I was uh, missing shots. I was trying to move as quickly as I need to do, um, but I was firing past enemies rather than hitting them dead on. Now I'm sweeping through the level very quickly and I'm looking forward to going back to playing some multiplayer and seeing how I fare because early on I felt, oh man, I'm going to get chewed up by the the mouse and keyboard veterans out there. You still um, might. <laughs> I still might. I still might. I might have built up my own ego by by getting better at the single player, and and I'm going to get destroyed when I get online. Uh, especially because the only experience I have with this game multiplayer is with that PS4 version. Yeah, which is a bit of a leveler. I mean, the console, the gamepad is is like a great leveler because everybody has the same gamepad. Sure. Know. Yeah. Well. The fundamentals are still there, whether you're playing on on keyboard and mouse or on controller. 
No, what you I mean change, though is you, you can, can change the a, sensitivity regardless. Yeah, but you could still have a better mouse. You could have a better setup, like even a better desk. You know, if you had more space to wiggle your arm about and things. <laughs> you sure. know, if you're generally more comfortable, you know, your keyboard, for example, is much. I've I've used your keyboard, and it's much nicer than my keyboard. Right. Yeah. For example, for for actually playing a game. Yeah. Okay. In terms of standardization. Everyone starts with a PS4 controller or an X1 controller on consoles, and that's already very good. Yeah. And yeah, you could be playing with a a clacky <laughs> uh, secondary school keyboard, I guess. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you just got this bog-standard Microsoft keyboard that comes with your, you know, your tower or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then you're trying to play with the, your, your Dell mouse. I remember people um, in my early sort of clan days... Uh, we do we do land parties and I that bring a gaming clan. You weren't a member of the uh, race in North America. I wasn't movement. a member of some kind of cult or anything. <laughs> no. I swear. Um, I would I would bring over my console and I bring over my TV, and I had the worst TV. It was a fifteen inch four by three CRT mm-hmm. um, that I could sling under my arm, and other people were bringing flat screens. Uh, twice three times the size widescreen and they just couldn't believe that i'd been playing um although it was console they couldn't believe i was playing like ghost recon and rainbow six and halo and and gears of war with this uh and and beasting them and i think (laughs) (laughs) i think the the reason for that was the there was an age gap even then uh these guys were like already in their mid-20s late 20s when i was I don't know, 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my <laughs> compare that to now, my uh, my reflexes aren't what they were. And uh, I think if I went back to try that CRT, I I would keel over. Well, I mean, you, you have been mildly spoiled by having two 50-inch TVs set up in your front room for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only, only one of them's 50. Come on. The oh, other one's sorry. Like 30. Yeah, the other one's still bigger than what I've got in my house. <laughs> your secondary TV. <laughs> yeah, it, although it doesn't help my concentration that it's it's just playing reruns of Kirby Enthusiasm on <laughs> yeah. the second screen. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting more into the meat um, of the single player. Sure. Um, I think I I did have a crack at the multiplayer on Friday night, but I okay. was kind of half cut, so I didn't do very well. <laughs> I was I was already half cut, so it was like I just you know it it seemed like a good idea and it just wasn't. Yeah. I got owned. Um. So I haven't gone back to check out the multiplayer as yet. Too many. Right. Things, too many. Oh, I messed that one up. Too many other things to do. Um, Such as. Uh, well, I've been non-stop playing, which was not my intention, but I have been non-stop playing Uncharted 4. Mm. Now, veteran... I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit jealous, because, um, although I've got Doom, I have, I do want to play through Uncharted 4, but I, I was quite the grown-up by deciding just to pick up one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you're, you're, you're getting older, um, these things happen. But yeah, I got Uncharted, and uh, veteran listeners of the podcast may remember that I wasn't a massive fan of the previous three games. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, because you didn't have a PS3, so you played them as part of the... Did you play them as part of the collection, or did you just play the original versions? No, I played the collection, play... the remastered okay. collection. Okay, so you, 
so you even though so a lot of those games um my thoughts and feelings are probably a time and place kind of thing very much so and i do fully agree with that i think if you had a time and place thing um you know you played them when they were out you mm-hmm. played them in a certain context i mean i'm i'm sure they were pretty much mind blowing at the time um yeah but on the other side from the same studio last of us holds up much better yeah that's interesting isn't it like, did you play that closer to its original release date or no i played the remaster pro- of that as well sure but that didn't that only came out i don't know 9 10 months after the original release whereas you you were playing Two, was it 2007 Uncharted? Yeah, uh, something around that. Yeah, so it but has it, a better chance of, of holding up, but I, I think I would agree with that um, even a half decade out from now. I, I, I can see Last of Us holding up better. I do think uh, maybe Naughty Dog learned from a lot of the mistakes they made in Uncharted going into mm. Last of Us. I would say definitely, you know, that maybe had an effect on how good The Last of Us is. Um, but yeah, anyway, I did. I didn't really enjoy my time with the first three. I liked the the sort of bombastic storyline. Um, you know, I love this sort of. I think everybody loves this kind of running through mystical towns, trying to collect an artifact, evil monsters and bad guys and whatever, trying to you know kick your ass. Mm. Um, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was there was a lot that was really finicky in there for me. Like I really didn't enjoy the jumping mechanic. Or the fact the jumping mechanic was mapped to the same button as the grab mechanic. So, you know, you try and grab a lever and you jump off a ledge. You know, little simple things like that. Um, But I have to say that despite my cynicism, Uncharted 4 has not only impressed me a lot, but it kind of made up for a lot of the mistakes that were made in the first three. Like, I feel better about the quadrilogy as a whole having sure. played Uncharted 4. Like, it's that good. It actually makes me feel better about the other th- the other three games. <laughs> okay, so let's break it down. Like, what is doing that? What is what is inspiring those feelings? Um, I mean, the first thing, the first thing that I want to mention is just the voice acting in this, right. in this game. It's phenomenal. You know, you're there with the characters. They think, they feel, they, you know, the emotion. There's there's only, I think, in the whole game, I only really noticed about one or two misplaced lines. So it's the performance capture as well as the, the voice acting, right? Yeah, is yeah, it, I is mean, the both, acting. Exactly. The, the performance capture is really good. Um, but even in the times when you're not directly focusing on the characters themselves, you know, like in a cutscene or whatever, you're just running around in the, you know, in the wilderness... Mm. Just the throwaway, throwaway lines. I mean, they're, they're just so well acted um, that you do feel you feel something for these characters, which is a good thing because it's a big emotional ask in this in this um, fourth installment. Because you you know you meet past characters, you meet some new characters, but they're all very sort of lifelike, realistic, mm. and they all feel good. So you sort of you finish the story. Of Nathan Drake, um, and and it actually feels like it's tied together. It feels like the last movie in a series. Okay, okay. I mean that that's is tough. To, that's tough to pull off. It is very tough to pull off, especially when somebody didn't really like the first three movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. If I'd have gone into like you know, 
Return of the King, with the Lord of the Rings being like, no, nah, I hated the first two. Yeah. Then I don't know that I would have liked that that movie, but that's um, that's something that Uncharted's managed to do. Plus the fact they've obviously put time and care and effort into making all the things I didn't really like about the first three better. So movement is a lot more fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, one example of that is uh, very early on you get into a fight. Uh, it's kind of a street brawl kind of thing and you have uh, another character with you. And you know in like most games where it would be like tap triangle to do a buddy takedown. This one doesn't. If you just happen to be near your buddy and you're both freed up and somebody mm-hmm. is there, you will do the buddy takedown automatically. Okay, so, so it feels more natural. It's entirely natural. You're swinging punches in the middle of a fight. You you throw a guy behind you and your mate is there to like clothesline him with an elbow. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, I didn't even know he was behind me. But that just happened. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 a little bit magical like that when you you start realizing these things are happening. Sure, and you you notice less of the sort of seams th- between between different sort of gameplay mechanics. It feels more organic. Exactly, you're not like doing uh, you know quick time events to to avoid combat. You're actually avoiding combat a lot of the time. Right. Um, the same with they've got like a grappling hook mechanic now that you can use mm-hmm. to swing, and if you're swinging around, there's nothing more that is satisfying in a gunfight than actually like just making a desperate leap from a cliff, throwing out your grappling hook to a, to a point that you can latch onto, swinging back around, and then leaping from the grappling hook and just punching the guy in the mouth and knocking him <laughs> out. <laughs> and that's all basically two buttons. You just jump with X, hook on with L1, and then jump off with X. And if you're in the right area to land on the guy which again is very intuitive. You can see the arc of your swing. You can see if you can actually land on him. You know, mm. you press X to jump off the rope and that's it. That's You, you fall down and clock him in the face. Um, so it's, yeah, it's all these very smooth kind of actions. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the um, uh, interaction is now mapped to triangle and not X. Okay. Which okay. is, again, at the beginning, it's not very intuitive because obviously normally X or square is your interact button on the PlayStation 4 especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but having it mapped to triangle basically removes any possibility that you're going to make a mistake between jumping, hitting, or interacting. Right, okay. It's a really subtle thing. It's really, for me... Uh, it's made the massive difference because one of the greatest things that I didn't like about the other one was everything seemed to be mapped to X. Yeah, and just messing up and... Yeah, you'd just be flailing being... around and you don't want to yeah. be flailing around when you're stood on a cliff edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to shoot a guy with a rocket launcher. You don't mm. want that. You want to be able to stand on the cliff edge and shoot, you know? But uh, So that's great. I mean, the the scope of the story, I think I finished it in about 10 hours. Okay. Um, Is that comparable? I think it's probably comparable to the other campaigns. I would say so. What I would say here um, is that there were no frustrating parts. There's no frustrating boss fight. Okay. You know, if you're worried about Uncharted 2 and the super soldier, you know. Yeah. Well, I think the, the bigger problem, except for the sort of 
jumping the shark in the final act of the previous games and and please don't uh, go into any details for the story for this one i'm Maybe i'm th- trying my very very best not to um, <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> yeah um no i was going to say that the main problem that i have with these games that are very cinematic uh on purpose and that's their best the, the best thing they've got going for them is that when you're going through some something that feels scripted but it's still magical and still really really exciting um when you miss a button prompt or you're just a bit too slow or you miss a jump and it all like the air comes out of it all at once and then you have to restart about 10 seconds earlier and it feels like that that moment that was building up has just deflated like did you have any of that i mean there will be deaths you're not going to get through it without dying Sure. Um, but a lot of my deaths were stupid climbing accidents or biting off more than I could chew because there's like, st- I, I don't really remember in the earlier games, but there's kind of some stealth mechanics towards combat now. Um, you can were... hide in long grass and choke people out if they don't oh, see wow. you. Okay. You know? um, no, I think there were moments where it would help if you could try and get into a good position before alerting the enemy. Sure. But I don't remember any snake in the grass action <laughs> yeah this is basically i mean there's a lot of you know long grass uh kind of things um explosive barrels uh like i said the aforementioned aerial death drop as you come swinging in like a mentalist <laughs> put the butt of your gun through someone's face um ledge kills it's it's mm. more akin to assassin's creed in a lot of ways like the amount of the amount of sort of different ways you can murder people uh, what I would say is the cinematic parts that you're referring to, of which there are, I'm going to say two or three, which absolutely just blew my mind. Hmm. Like, boom. If I'd have seen that in a movie, I would have been like coming out like, oh my God, did you see the bit with the thing and the other thing? And then boom sure. and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, in actual fact, I went to see Civil War, uh, Captain America on Saturday night. Um, in the in the IMAX in in London, which is the biggest screen in Europe, in 3D, and there are some scr- there are some moments in Uncharted that were bigger than that, in terms of you know how I felt when I was playing it. Sure, yeah. Just like what? And what I can what I can kind of say without spoiling anything is they are certainly on the normal difficulty that I played through, fairly forgiving in the big moments. So sure. unless you really are a cack-handed individual, <laughs> you should get through it. Okay. Without losing, like you say, that sense of wonder. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, the combat sections here, uh, throughout the entire game, I mean, it's something that Bob and I have spoken about many times. Mm. The Part of the reason Bob didn't really like Uncharted is, like, you're in Tibet, how... In all that's holy, do you have an entire army in the mountains of Tibet with tanks, etc.? Right, and and how is this explorer killing hundreds of people? You know, he should be going home at night, vomiting, throwing up, shaking. Like, he's just committed atrocities, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's committed war crimes at this point, and he's just this happy-go-lucky scamp, you know? But uh, no, in this, it's very much more uh, like skirmishes. There's still a lot of man murder, definitely. Uh, but it is like you're going to be running into sort of groups of three to ten 
at any time. Mm. And then you've got it's it's very much I, I I kind of felt like it was very much more focused on the exploration and the story. Okay, well that's the strength, right? That's yeah, that's but where... it was it was something that was missing from the earlier games. Okay, for me it was something like hey. It's a little bit of cool story. Hey, I'm in Tibet, and I'm going to spend my entire time in Tibet fighting 87 dudes with rocket launchers and tanks. Yeah. And if I, like you say, if I screw it up once, I die. I have to restart from the beginning of the village. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Here, yeah, yeah. here, that doesn't. That's not even really a, you know, a boundary to progress. Yeah, there were some moments, and I, but again, it was kind of my fault. Instead of using the stealth or tricky ways of getting to people, I was just like. Hey, here I am. I'm armed with a pistol, and there's ten of you. Let's rock and roll. Mm. And it would end pretty much as you would expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then they close out the story for me in a very satisfactory way. Um, you know, I think they've they've got on record and said it's done. Right. That's the end. I think so. Yeah. They well, I think they said it was done last time. Yeah, uh, they could also, you know, they yeah, yeah. they haven't, you know. I guess I guess if it's making them a lot of money, which it probably is right now, uh, yeah. they they might come back for some more. But it would be nice to see them move away from it, especially finishing on on such a high. Right. Yeah, I think that's a key the a key element that. Well, it's difficult, right? Because if you end on a low, you might not come back. <laughs> if you end yeah. on a high, you might. Uh, feel like riding that but then again you could also do something like gears of war that i mentioned earlier that should have finished on a fairly high note mm. and they kind of spooned out another sequel did they or another yeah judgment yeah which judgment kind of... had two campaigns what only one i could stomach the other i didn't even try right and i was a big fan of gears back in the day exactly so you've always got that danger that if you push it just that one more time you know, maybe they felt they had unfinished business with the with the Uncharted series, and I, I I'm glad they did it because it actually now because of the way the story ties together through the games, and you get to like I mean even one of the big improvements is Nathan Drake is a much less of an asshole. Right, he's more personable. He's more personable. He, there's no there's no sort of misogynist uh, misogynistic jokes about you know girls' butts as he's helping them up a ladder, for example. Mm. Uh, stuff like this he's just more affable in general and more sort of world weary and kind of realizes that what he's doing is not probably the best way of life and yeah well that that ties into it, them wanting to close out his story right yeah i think you could take it seriously if he continued to to act like that yeah but even that i mean going back to to the the quality of the voice acting and the the, the acting in general yeah it's a credit to it that it can do all that and still sound serious you know right yeah and there's a there's a little scene with with Elena and uh, Drake mm-hmm. in 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 their apartment in their house, and it's just being silly, you know. It's just like a, a a guy and his wife being silly together, and it's really funny and really well done and just completely real, you know. Um, mm. So it's those little touches that make you think like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of suspend my disbelief for the more sort of <laughs> weird moments of the series i heard it looks incredible too it's oh there's a photo mode and this is i i guess i'm not so smart because you can put it in photo mode it's basically instagram 
You yeah. put filters, you can mess about with the saturation, you can hide the UI, you can even hide characters entirely. <laughs> if, you know, Sully is in the shot causing problems. <laughs> get out, get your <laughs> Get out, out, deleted, you don't exist anymore. Um, and then I couldn't work out how to actually take a photo. <laughs> it like had all these options, but there's no option for just click. And then I looked at Twitter and I saw somebody had done the PS4 share and I'm like, that's probably how you're supposed to take the photo. Right, you set it up and then you press PS4 share. Yeah, I get, I'm guessing, unless I've missed something, there's no way to actually take the photo. In there's game. no in-game system for saving them, just exactly. for framing. Yeah, just framing them beautifully. And mm. there's a few times, like, I was umming and ahhing last night, I was coming to sort of the end game, and I found yeah. this perfect shot, and I'm like, I can't put it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, right, it, yes. I'm literally in the last 30 minutes of the game. You know, and I really, I really want to share this picture, but at the same time, I don't really want hundreds of people going, yeah, you spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, I would probably join them. <laughs> exactly. No, so, so I had that moment of, oh my God, that's so cool and beautiful. And then I had the moment of, wait, I can't share this publicly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, because um, I shared a screenshot from Doom today onto Steam, but it lets you uh, tag it as a spoiler. And because it's Steam's own system, they can easily hide content from you unless you accept that you, you know, you accept all responsibility. Yeah, sure. F- for viewing it, but Facebook is just a free for all. Well, Facebook, Twitter, there's nothing on there. You know, I, you know, I could put spoiler warning, but that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not enough. Just yeah, spoiler warning, massive picture. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Drake was the treasure the whole time. What? <laughs> that's not real, by the way. Um, sure, double bluff. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean it's it's just a I've just had a a a good old fashioned romp with this game. You know, does the multiplayer interest you at all? Um, kind of, but Earl said something which kind of hit the nail on the head for me. <laughs> he was a bit, you know, you know how he is. He's cynical, uh, <laughs> and he said that they can't do a shooting mechanic to save their life at Naughty Dog. So. <laughs> Um, I would I wouldn't say that because in the single player it's actually very nicely done, but in the yeah. multiplayer what I noticed was unless you're playing the assault class, which is basically AK and a pistol and a mm-hmm. grenade, you're kind of outgunned. Okay. Like I took the charger class and uh, running around with a shotgun, and you would think if you run up to somebody and shoot them point blank with a shotgun, it should just rip them in half. Sure. But it doesn't. It could be like two shots, depending on how tightly you hit them. Could be two yeah. to three shots with a shotgun, and if they've got an AK and they're trained on you, your every delay is like boom, boom, and by that time you're dead. Right. You know, so you've got a charger class which is designed to be running into combat, beating people up and shooting them with shotguns, and you're just you know, no good. Um, tried a couple of the other classes, but really anybody with an AK and a fairly steady aim will take you out straight away. Okay. So you notice is a trend already then? Yeah, I mean, I, I did notice. I noticed that the majority of players were just playing with a single class, and I, I tried to mix it up and then found out why I felt just outmatched. Um, yeah. You know, and again, there's kind of, there's, there is persistence, there's progression. You can get many silly hats, many silly dancers. We've all seen Drake doing the hotline bling dance now. Mm-hmm. Um, Dabbing. That, yeah, it's, it's just not really, it's just not really for me, you know? No. Well, we've got, 
we've got other stuff to play. Yeah, uh, we've got Doom multiplayer. We've got Overwatch coming up in the future. Um, and I'm not re. I I felt that it was like it's fun for ten minutes, but it isn't something that would keep me there. I don't think. Yeah, it's inter- it's interesting to think who who that's for really. I don't know. I mean, it's fun. Maybe you get a community around it. Maybe you get like you know hardcore Uncharted fans. But it was the same. I mean, the same as putting a multiplayer versus mode into Last of Us. Yeah. There was a game that never needed a multiplayer mode. No, and I and I had a bit of enjoyment out of it, but it just doesn't it doesn't compare to something that has real effort behind it and a, a focus. I think I think that's my general issue with it. It's such like the actual main game is such an enjoyable like cinematic experience to be yeah. to then go into after that to then go into a slightly shonky multiplayer mode. Yeah, I think the same I had the same feeling about Metal Gear Solid 5 last year. Um and it doesn't take away from the single player. Like the single player in its own right is it is brilliant enough that the just the existence of something that's less than that, I don't think takes away from it. No, I think you'd have to be very sort of narrow-minded to say, yeah, the multiplayer is rubbish, so I don't like the main game." I mean, that's a kind of foolish statement. Yeah, but uh, well, with with Metal Gear Solid Five, they only made the mistake of bleeding some multiplayer stuff into the campaign post-launch and actually making the game worse over time. Right. Um, that's, there's no, that's there's no the chance idea. of that here. No, I mean, there's another thing. Well, there is one part that I'm kind of interested in, which is the trials. Um, okay. Which is basically tests. It's as it sounds. You just, you know, you can win points to get unlocks in the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like things like you have to, you know, revive five people in a minute. Okay. Um, within Within its own level. So you're not actually playing multiplayer. It's like an arena type thing. Okay, so like the rune trials in Doom? Uh, supposedly, but I've not seen them yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> maybe you should look harder. I should, yes. I'll. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe I should play more. <laughs> yes, definitely do that. <laughs> you know, one thing. One thing that I didn't mention that I really wanted to mention about Doom is how cool is that shotgun noise at the beginning? <sighs> Which one? You're probably far too far into it, but it's the very first part. You, because I mean, it's. The intro is pretty balls out, right? It starts in a fairly hectic way. Yeah. There's no goofing around. And then you, you, when you first find the shotgun, mm. you're going through, you go through a door and then you go down a little bit more at a level and the music starts building up, building up until you come into like the open world. Okay. Oh, yes. And yes, as the yes, music yes, yes, stops, yes. your doom guy is just like <laughs> with the shotgun and perfectly in sync <laughs> with the end of the music. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot some demons, <laughs> mate. Wait till you get the super shotgun. That packs a punch. Well, that's well. You we, that was my you, best friend in multiplayer. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, you've already seen that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one one more question before I uh, trundle off for some dinner. Um, going back to Doom again, since since we're there. Mm. Um, how quickly are the enemies sort of introduced? Because at the moment it seems like a bit of a, like a section, a new enemy. Um, you'll end up seeing more and more come through and it definitely doesn't feel limited. Right. Um, it doesn't, like, there's no, there's not a huge variety to enemies. The, the point of the, you know, the difficulty and, and the challenge and what makes it so entertaining, uh, entertaining is there's 
There are sections later on where you have to deal with a few of every single type of enemy. And they're all doing something different. Some of them are charging at you. Some of them are from afar sniping you. Some of them are uh, flying around just being a nuisance. Even the <laughs> smaller enemies. Job. <laughs> <laughs> some of the um, some of them are just like not too much of a threat, but build up and get in your way. You're trying to backpedal away from this huge demon, and there's these little dudes just poking you in the in the <laughs> back. Yeah, like, get out, get out. Uh, so it's all about moving around and thinking on your feet. Cool. And that's that's what makes it so good. Um shall we shall we wrap up with just a few thoughts on on Hitman then? Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. So, um this week over the weekend, um IO Interactive released something called Elusive Target, which was a 48-hour challenge. So, you only had a 48-hour window uh to give it a go, and you had one chance to take down to, to complete this special mission. If you I I couldn't quite work it out uh if it if you'd failed the mission if that was it. Or if no, you could retry. The wording, the wording was a bit weird. If you had died, yeah. you wouldn't have got a retry. Okay, but if you had failed because I think how well, else would you the, fail? I don't know. Well in this case there were no other fail states, but I think Bob did mention in the chat that there were going to be missions with other fail states. Sure. Later on, because this is like an ongoing series. Like if you like if yeah so maybe in a later mission you're required to take him down as Dracula or something and yeah, uh, or if you, you kill him if you, if you kill a... a public person a civilian or whatever or non-target kill maybe you fail yeah yeah right in a in another scenario but basically yeah you've got one you've got one proper chance to to succeed and once you are back out on the menu or you die it's gone forever and. You can do the the second elusive target once they release that down the line, but but this one's gone. So um, all of Go Play That <laughs> were on the chat with me, forming my uh, intelligence team. That is an insult uh, to that word. Imparting <laughs> imparting uh, advice, truth nuggets, uh, and yeah, nuggets of truth and irritation <laughs> musings. Um, and it was, an, it was an interesting experiment for us actually because you guys had to watch me on my stream so there was between a 5 and 10 or even 15 second delay between uh, what I did and when you saw it which meant, meant that sometimes your advice wasn't so fresh I think you, you even mentioned that you got into it so much that you forgot that it was in delay yeah I, I especially noticed myself more than anybody else that I was having real problems uh, <laughs> with the fact that I was about 10 to 12 seconds behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, go down the stairs. Oh, you're not at the stairs. No, go over there. Oh, you're not there. I had a real yeah. issue with that, uh, but that's my own pathetic brain. <laughs> my, my favorite part of that is when when you guys were saying, hey, take, take down that guy, and then you could hear me just frantically button mashing, and that's because I was... Um, Already like, taking down the dude. Already putting him in a in a chokehold. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, oh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think you know my 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 advice in particular was probably I mean some of the best hitman advice you've ever heard. I mean, if it, to it totally that your advice of shinning up that drain pipe <laughs> is is what led us to to victory, and actually that level would have played out very differently if you weren't part of 
the Intel team because the the advice about the balcony, the advice about where the Sheikh's apartment was, the advice about um, taking guy, uh, that down that guy down on the balcony and and that no one would ever see that like no one else is going to pass through that like I I may not have attempted that if if you weren't there and didn't have the experience from playing the ps4 version so this could be a very let's let's not big it up too much i have the experience because i've spent three and a half hours wandering around that level being too scared to actually kill the target (laughs) (laughs) but but there's something there's something to that sort of cooperative uh you know setup like there's something we wanted to do but we don't have the luxury of being able to do it in person um, yeah, I'm wondering so, if there's a way to, if you could like maybe set up a Skype video call. Yeah, the, with a camera, the camera looking at my screen, so at least you could see it in real time. Exactly. Let's let, we'll give that a go with something else soon before the next one, because I think this elusive target uh, could be an ongoing series or something. Um, um, I'll definitely get into Sapienza before then, so I can just spend about five hours goofing off in that level. Oh yes, yeah, so, <laughs> so the, I know so, where yeah. all the drain pipes are. Yeah, so I talked about it in the last few casts. I never got round to it, but with Overwatch disappearing from my life briefly, uh, I I got the time. And uh, yeah, the second episode of Hitman is the best, the best playing Hitman scenario I've ever I've ever played. Just. It just goes places. It's amazing, and and that's high praise from you because you enjoy everything about the series. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This Hitman so far, after two episodes, is exactly what I wanted IO to achieve with with this sequel. It it's still silly. Uh, it encourages you to experiment. It it's really exciting uh, because you know. You, you could lose it all. And especially during that elusive target, that really kept me honest because usually I will quick save the shit out of Hitman. I'll go, okay, I'm, I got through that corridor without anyone seeing me. Quick save. That's the um, only way I beat Blood Money. Yeah, well, eventually. But <laughs> um, but with the elusive target, you cannot save. And it's this, that that's as it would be for a higher difficulty level of the normal mission. But I'm going to have, I'm going to have to change my, my playstyle, I think, for for the subsequent releases, I I do get much more excitement out of the game when I'm playing it honestly, and and every every choice I make could be my last, and and cause me to go back to the start. But that would be fine because then I go back to the start with all that extra knowledge about patterns and and you know the environment and what's what my options are. As long as you restart before you die. No, uh, well, I'm just talking about in general, like, oh, in not general. even the okay. elusive target, but but playing th- playing through some of those additional scenarios, and I and I do feel now that I want to uh, sink some more time into this game because it's turning out to be one of my favourite games of the year, um, and it would be a shame if my my only playtime was just one playthrough of of each episode's main mission. Well, I think I think it's very much designed for you to be going back. I mean, like you say, yeah. the the reason that we we sort of got through a lot of the um the elusive target was because you had eyes on yeah so a couple of times people i think Stu especially was like no the dude was right next to you he went left yeah Earl <laughs> said that as well he yeah i i looked back at the um the archive and i still couldn't see it <laughs> but... so i don't know how they saw it but they saw it um yeah you know my my experience with just toodling around a level not really doing anything gave you a couple of outs 
Uh, yes. But just looking, just looking even at the level with the the like that Paris level, I think there's something like twelve or fifteen possible ways of killing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and that's just the main. Th- that's just the main mission. Then you have additional scenarios that give you a, a whole different target. And exactly. There's yeah. plenty of room for. There is for, some meat in there. Um, yes. Yes. I guess. And I don't think it's just throw. Off. I don't think it's just throwaway. I think. I think there's. I could really get into it now that I'm feeling really good about the game. No, not at all. I mean, uh, there's something to be said as well for that sort of by a butt hair's breadth you get out and like I did it even in the training mission the final training mission Yeah. Uh, I wiped the guy but it was literally a cheeky because I was a bit sort of at loss I couldn't find a way into his room and it was just like I opened the door he was stood there with his back to me nobody could see him so I just shot him in the back of the head and ran Yeah. <laughs> like with a silenced pistol but there were people in the other room you know so he just slumped over with a bullet in his head and I was already halfway to freedom. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah, yeah. So there's something to be said for that kind of adrenaline rush you get. Also, you know, as much as a mat- meticulously well-planned double S assassin or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, I think you especially, you're going to get a lot of reward out of this game. If I ever get the time to not get distracted by other stuff. Oof, good luck. Well, no, the thing is, there's so many more accessible games. I think that might be Hitman's problem. Yeah. For me, that there's so many other things that it's just like, well, you know, Doom is a lot easier to play than Hitman. <laughs> sure. For me, um, I think it's doing something similar to what Dark Souls 3 has done for me this year, which I've I've put the time in and I've said, right, I'm gonna this is going to be my main game and I'm going to play it and then it will be done and then maybe I'll move on, maybe I won't. Um, whereas in previous years, I'm darting about buying every new purchase that comes out just just uh, just to have an opinion on on the hot new thing. Um, and I think this is way healthier, and it's leading to to me having more favorite games from this year than in, than in previous. Well, that means years. you're not going to have to do four in February next year because you won't have a backlog. Think of I'm, the I'm sure I'll still find a way. <laughs> yeah. We'll, um, get you, we'll get you to play all the Hitmans in a row. Christ. Hitmen. Yeah, no saves. <laughs> no saves. Just um, play as a true Agent 47. <laughs> Jesus. Keep, <laughs> yeah, leave with the suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, We let's look into a way that we can do it without that delay. Because if we can, even through some bullshit rinky-dink, point the camera at my TV, uh, <laughs> that... That would, that would still be, be amazing having a having a great. six person well five person intelligence uh, team eyes In on your time. mission at all time. Yeah. If you do it though, if mm. you do it, I put one stipulation. All right. You have to wear an in-ear headphone for the entire time. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah, I've got them right next. Well, do you do you mean I need to buy one that's got like the little curly whirly I mean, you don't have to quite go that far, but uh, yeah, if if it were like we were actually your handlers and you were the agent on the ground. Yeah. All right, two stipulations. You have to do that and wear a suit. We could probably role play this. A suit? Oh yeah, you don't own a suit. You're still... (laughs) Screw you. I own a suit. Yeah. The the one thing I will not do, which is what Stu suggested, is shave my head. That's what you think, but I'm coming around to Madrid to hijack you and get you to the ma- uh, tattoo parlor. <laughs> you can buy me a, f- a flesh tone 
Skullcap. <laughs> you, if you buy it, I wear it. And in that in that stream the other day, I got so hot and flustered from the pressure that I had to take my jacket off. Imagine if I'm wearing a fucking skullcap <laughs> and three piece suit. Yes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We'll make sure you do it in winter. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I can take the suit off whilst I'm streaming, but I've got to I've got to put it back on before I finish the level. That is amazing. I think you've just <laughs> possibly generated our most greatest piece of content. Oh. <laughs> Rob cosplays Hitman <laughs> while playing every level without dying. Oh my god. That's how people get broken. You know that. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. how minds snap. <laughs> I think that's worse than citizens of Earth. Ooh, yeah, and, and Stu almost went under there. Yeah. Right. Um right. let's do let's it. Let's wrap this up. Yep. Um if you want to watch an archive of that live stream and we haven't spoiled whether I actually successfully did it or not, um you can catch that over on our YouTube channel. And you can find all of our awesome stuff over at goplaythat.com. And you can email us if you have a question, if you have suggestions for what to play. Um, you can hit us up at email at goplaythat.com, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes, and you can so. even ring Rob on his personal number, which is uh, 555. Uh, he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird choice of phone number for you there. but uh... It was cheaper than I'm a winner. <laughs> for some reason. But yes... Get in touch. Shout at, shout at us on Twitter. Come and bother us in the live streams. And uh, yeah. We'll That's see fun. you again. I'm off for some dinner. Is that all right now? What are you going to have? Uh, hamburgers. Hamburgers. Plural. Hamburgers in plural. Yeah. Mm. What are you going to put on it? Uh, nothing. Not even bread. What? Yeah, it's weird. Oh, yeah. I have hamburgers. <laughs> I'm on a diet. Did, oh, okay, and you just paid rent in London. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hamburgers and ninety-seven percent horse. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, horse is is tasty. It's not not too gamey. <laughs> it's just the French part. I don't get. Anyway, let's go. I'm hungry. Right. Peace. Bye. <laughs>